In this episode of Call to Marriage, I talk with Taylor, a fellow aviation spouse, about what it was like to become a military spouse, her favorite part so far living overseas, and so much more. I had so much fun recording this episode and hope you enjoy it too. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Call to Marriage. I am so excited because today with me, I have Taylor, who is also a fellow aviation spouse. So Taylor, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and let people know who you are, that would be fantastic. Awesome. So my name is Taylor Griffith and I have been an army spouse for a little bit over a year now and a MILSO in general for almost two years. And we are currently stationed in South Korea and about to be heading to Fort Riley, Kansas. I have an Instagram and a website where I just offer encouragement to military spouses. And that's just a little bit about me. Yeah. And it was so fun because Taylor actually popped up on the explore page for the call to marriage Instagram. And I felt like it was so cool to see another spouse also doing uplifting, encouraging educational content. Um, A lot of what you do is very much so in just kind of making new spouses feel welcome and feel comfortable, which I think is so important and so great in that becoming a male spouse is something that can be so jarring and so crazy. And I'd love to know, since you are relatively a very new spouse, what was the biggest shock for you going into becoming a male spouse? What would just, you know, you kind of mentally prepare yourself a little bit, but I think there are just some things about being a military spouse that you just can't prepare for. Oh yeah. So I am a planner and all Mm -hmm. the military spouses left. Um, I'm such a planner and it was really hard for me to just have my plans change so much. And so with my husband in flight school, it would be like, off and on staff duty, or we would make plans for a weekend in Florida where I was from and they would get changed all the time. And I, at first I was just so shocked by it. And so put off and I was just very, it was, it was a lot for me to handle at first. I've definitely gotten so much better about it now, but I didn't realize how flexible I would need to be with my plans. And then in that same regard, the control, just letting up control of my own life. Now, I know there's plenty of things that we are still perfectly in control of, but just the ability, the part of being adaptable, you, I mean, I was not as adaptable as I am now and have, I have so much more room to grow, but the planning and the loss of control of my plans was, that was like the biggest shock for me. Yeah. I feel like it's been a trend in in the mill spouses that I've 
talk to is that so much more often than not, the spouses are these planner type A personalities. (laughs) And that is just so far from what, you know, if someone was going to make a cookie cutter, perfect military Mm -hmm. spouse, it would be this, you know, type B personality, go with the flow, good with whatever. But so many of us spouses are these type A planners and the military, especially I hear you with going through flight school and then the schedule changing or you not knowing, and then they get those 24 hour duties and and what have you. And then on top of that, you're trying to help them study and prepare. And I have a very, if you've never been to Fort Rucker, Alabama, which is where the army does flight school um, for the birds, the helicopters, at least, I think Fort Huachuca does some fixed wing, but I digress. There is really not much to do (laughs) in enterprise. (laughs) Um, You can go to Panama city for, for the weekend. It's right there. But I have a very fond memory of just doing laps. There's like one park that everybody Mm -hmm. goes to. Oh yes. Totally did that. This pond in the middle and there are ducks and swans and what have you geese, but we would just do laps for like hours of just running through flashcards and just, Mm -hmm. you know, what is this? And what's this pressure mean? And what does this mean? And if, what's an auto rotate. And, um, if you're an aviation spouse, you know what that means. I didn't. And now I do. And I feel like maybe you can also relate to this, but I felt like I knew so much about helicopters. After oh yeah, absolutely. And just more than I ever need to know. Absolutely. I was like walking around that same park with my husband's little booklet of I don't even know, uh, terms. I can't, what are they Definitions called? and ranges. Yes, like the yeah. fives you know, and nines. white and, book, I 100% yes. know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. And so now I am just a pro. I could fly that helicopter, I swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you just need kidding. me to auto-rotate down? I got uh-huh. you. I yeah. know what that means. Grab the collective and yeah. yeah. My, my husband <laughs> would kill me if he heard this. <laughs> but yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel like with each different MOS, which if you don't know what that means, it's basically what it's their job title. MOS is, is their, um, quote unquote, like what they do. And I feel like each MOS brings such fun niche, little tidbits and, and little, you know, crunchy fun bits to it. And it's really cool. I think as military spouses, as you can sort of really, build yourself into not only the military community, but then that MOS specific community as well. Um, So have there been any just really high point moments for you or memories that you've had of kind of growing into the aviation spouse community or just in the military in general? Like what's been just something that has been so great and uplifting for you to experience being a military spouse in the community? So I got to pin my husband at flight school after like so much restriction with COVID. We, I wasn't allowed to actually be there in the building, but I, I watched it on my phone and then I was able to walk in afterwards and, and pin him after he graduated from flight school. So that was definitely a high. We were just dating, not even engaged at that point. And I got to just see him work so hard for this and study all the time. And he, he really, really loved it, but it was definitely very stressful. Um, so that was really exciting to kind of see all of his hard work come to fruition, especially since I, I kind of jumped into this 
when he was already, he was already at flight school. So I didn't get to see or understand or be a part of any other part of his military life commissioning or anything like that. So this was super cool for me to see. And I was, I was very proud. So that was really exciting to be able to be the one to actually pin him. It, it's such a cool experience to just when you know how much effort and work they've put yes. in something for them to get that at the end of it, the reward at the end of it, of being like, yes, like you are a pilot now. It is hundred percent. There's like a swell of pride you feel for your service member and just knowing yeah. they accomplished something big. And I also like selfishly, I'm just so glad that he like picked me. And I, sp- I told him like right off the bat, you don't have to pick me to pin you I understand where I'm not even your wife yet but um like if you want your your parents to do this or your best friend I totally understand but like I felt so honored to be able to be the one to do that um and I just felt really it was great to be the one to do that I like walked through flight school with him he did all the work but I would definitely supported him through it and so that felt really good to just be able to finally be a part of something in in a way that was like really special. So that felt really good to be able to do that too for him. Yeah. So for our, our military boyfriend, girlfriends, new, new spouses, what does it mean when you, when you pin your, your service member? Oh yeah. Well, first of all, I would not take tips from me because, <laughs> um, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually dropped, um, the wings on the floor. <laughs> I'm maybe that's that's definitely a no-no but it means so they get from graduating flight school they get like these metal wings and on their fancy uniform their blues they will get to now wear that when they've graduated as an aviator Mm -hmm. and so you just like basically put it on their uniform and you really have to hit it so hard because those uniforms are thick. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I, uh, I dropped it because I didn't push hard enough, but I didn't want to hurt him. I really should have, but I didn't want to like poke him. And I just, I didn't know what I was doing. We definitely should have practiced. So if you know, you're about to do this, um, you should practice and don't, don't worry about hurting them. They're fine. They're soldiers. They're fine. I, I, they deserve a little poke. (laughs) I had that a similar experience when he, um, promoted to captain, I got to put his boards on Uh and he was like, you know, you should really practice. And so I practiced once and I was like, I got this so easy Uh with the jacket, not on him. And (laughs) so we got to the day of like the change of not the change of command, sorry, the promotion ceremony. And I like struggled to get those Mm -hmm. damn boards on. And I'm Mm -hmm. sitting there like cursing under my breath. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like I can't (laughs) get the damn thing on. Mm -hmm. And I finally did, but we have pictures of me like struggling and my husband trying so hard not to laugh because he's Mm -hmm. just like, told you, you should have practiced. So definitely (laughs) practice for those things. It really does help. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But so after he graduated from a flight school and you guys, your, so your first duty station together as like a married couple and everything, you went Oconus, you went overseas. Oh yeah, girl. We're in Korea. Oh. <laughs> what's what was that like? Um, that is such a loaded question, but <laughs> it's been an adventure for sure. And I will say, I know it's been totally different with the pandemic. I know that Korea would have been completely different, mm-hmm. but even even with that going on, it's been a roller coaster of up and downs for so many reasons. But like we got married, 
we eloped Mm -hmm. and we were going to get married anyways, but we had to speed that process up. I'm sure a lot of military spouses are like, yep, same. Oh yeah. Um, for, for whatever reason, um, (laughs) exactly. And like, it's one thing to go from a stateside duty station to another. You don't have to be married. I mean, you're going to be paying for yourself for some things, but like going to Korea, uh, yeah, definitely wanted the safety of being married. Not that it's not safe here because it totally is, but just that, um, added benefit of, I mean, having an ID getting on post. I mean, it was important that I was officially his wife. And so we had to elope. I, I, really have this big dream of my of my wedding but we kind of put that on pause eloped so that we could come to Korea and so I say all that to say this was our first year of marriage and we were like Mm -hmm. two to three months in to our marriage before coming to Korea and now we have a now it's a 15 hour time difference for most people that I talk to in the states Um, we didn't bring our dog because we're only here for a year and so I didn't want to put her through that whole process. So missing my dog, missing my friends, it's, it's really challenging as a first duty station, but we, we kind of had a choice. So with my husband's MOS, the way that picking their duty station for this situation was they kind of got, they got a list and there was one spot for everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. And so as long as they all agreed amongst each other, amongst like the eight of them, then they could turn the list back into their uh, branch manager, the person that was in charge of the assignments. And so the way that it all worked out, we, we pretty much did pick Korea. I mean, it wouldn't be like the dream duty station, but like out of what we had, that is kind of the route that we picked. And we picked it because Korea, I mean, it didn't turn out to be this way, but was supposed to be a place where you could get a lot of flight hours initially and you could get all kinds of experience um can't deploy from korea that was that was Mm -hmm. a bonus for me um and then also we just knew that it would be really challenging and it would make our marriage so much stronger if we could get through korea together being completely away from everyone and everything that we knew then we know knew that our marriage would come out way stronger at any other duty station and so yeah it's been a roller coaster it's been really challenging um coming over you can go I I believe it's like this with any Oconus duty station but correct me if I'm wrong you have to be um, what's called command sponsored which means like the army will be in charge of bringing you as the dependent over as well but it uh, lengthens the amount of the tour at least yeah, at least yeah. that's the for, current situation for certain yeah korea is one yeah. of those for certain for certain um duty stations you have to okay. have that yeah. to come over and korea is one of the, i think korea and one other one is is one of the main ones that you see that happening on yeah I not, not every hawaii like that sponsor um okay so hawaii hawaii and alaska technically are both oconus moves right but they're like full PCS duty moves. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at two to three right. years at those duty stations regardless. Oh, you're right. Um, okay. I know Guam isn't one that you can get. Oh, I think mm-hmm. you can get command sponsor for I might be wrong with that, but that one's one of those like year to 18 month kind of stints. But I know yeah. Korea, if you want it, your, your spouse to come over, you have to get that command sponsorship approved. Um, yeah. Otherwise it, it can sometimes be like a year, mm-hmm. a year long thing. It can be a two to three 
deployment. It just, or excuse me, PCS move. It just depends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we, like I said about my wedding situation, I, I still wanted and want that very much so. And I didn't want to put that off two years, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't about to go through a year without him if I had the choice. And I was an elementary school teacher. So I was able to like put that behind me and move with him. But we actually came over non-command sponsored. So I actually just paid for myself to come over to Korea so that we could keep it an unaccompanied tour, which is the one year assignment. That's how you kept it under that yeah. whole one, two, three. And, yeah, that's and that could, that could be a, a, a whole other episode, but <laughs> I, I do post um, quite a bit about that on my own stuff. So if you're coming over to Korea and you're, you're wanting to weigh your options, it's definitely possible to come over non-command sponsored, but it is, it is way harder and mm-hmm. like rightfully so. Yeah. But that just added even more. We are only allowed to have one car. We can only live off post, which I wanted to live off post anyways, but you just have some extra hoops you have to jump through. Mm-hmm. Um, but that made Korea harder, of course. And then, you know, big bad COVID, they are very, very strict about that here. So that's really shaped a lot of our experience in Korea. Yeah, definitely. So it sounds like you've had a lot in that first year of marriage, which oh, I yeah. think, which is important. And, and honestly, it's, it's all growth opportunity. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times that first year of marriage is going to be really, really hard. But yeah. I think, um, you know, once you get through that first year, it becomes, you, you know how to handle things a little bit better. You know how to communicate a little bit better. And especially mm-hmm. since you guys kind of really jumped in head first with, you know, we're yeah. going to be separated from people. We're going to be separated from support. We really are going to have to work through these things together. That's just amazing that you guys have been able to do that. Yeah. But looking back, you know, when you, if you were, if you could, you know, meet yourself, you know, right before you eloped the day before you became a military spouse. I love asking this question just to everybody, because I think each answer is just so fun to hear what people would say. But if you could go back to the day you became a military spouse, what is one piece of advice that you would give to the younger, more naive, more, you know, not as aware, uh, Taylor, what would you tell her? I've thought about this a lot and I'm just going to go with like my gut. Cause I feel like there's so many things I would want to uh-huh. say to her, but, um, and also to just share like a little bit about me. I was like, well, I was the girl who said she would never date anyone in the military. Mm-hmm. I was never involved with military ever. I hadn't, I really, this is all so new to me. I wasn't an army brat or I wasn't like, I never dated anyone in the army or, or military at all. And so I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I am also an anxious person and a planner. So I think that looking back on just the past like year and a half, I've been a part of this is I would tell myself to kind of try as hard as I could to enjoy the current season I was in a little bit more because with military life, you often can see like the next, I mean, well, some, a lot of the time you can see the next thing coming. Like when we came to Korea, only a few months in, we were already thinking about where we were going to be going next, because that's what we had to be thinking about. Right. And we were talking about the options and we, we were like about to enter into that next season when we just got to Korea. And then I had just pinned my husband um, at flight school. And then we were already like, okay, got to get ready for Korea. And 
I wish that I would have slowed down to just enjoy where I was a little Mm -hmm. bit more instead of worrying so much about the plans because they're going to change (laughs) and then they're going to change again and then again. And I, I just worried too much and I worried, okay, when are we going to get engaged? Okay. When are we going to get married? How are we going to do this? How is this all going to work? And I wish that I would have just slowed down a little bit because I totally miss flight school. I mean, I didn't live at Rucker. I, um, my husband and I met when I was living in Florida and he was in flight school and I was all about the beach. And I wish that I would have just slowed down and worried so much less about Korea and or any next move that I was going to and just kind of slowed down a little bit more. And with Korea, um, I wish that in those first few months, I would have just slowed down and just enjoyed the season I was in because while they they may be long, if you're in a duty station that you don't necessarily love, like I, I think that I'm, I would miss it. I know I'm going to miss Korea, even though it's been really hard. I know that I'm going to look back and really miss a lot of these moments. And so I, I don't know, I think that would be my, my main thing. I'm sure that's so cheesy, but (laughs) I wish that I would have just relaxed a little bit more because everything's, everything changes all the time with the military. And I think looking back, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, Yeah, it really, really does. I mean, it's been, you know, oh gosh, what's that saying? The years are fast, but the days are slow or something like that. That's kind of how I felt about, I mean, everything, Korea, Fort Rucker. um, So yeah, I hope that all made sense. (laughs) No, totally. I think that's, that's totally understandable. And in that it does like it all moves fast, it all changes Mm -hmm. and you really have to enjoy the moment in the season that, that you're in, but Taylor, I so appreciate you coming on. I know it's, it's a little earlier for you because you're on a totally <laughs> different time, time zone, but of course I would just love it. If you could tell the listeners, you know, if they want to engage with you and get to know more about you, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is just my, my full name, Taylor Lee Griffith. And then very soon here, I will be launching my website. Finally, I've been working on it forever but it's called growing with Griffith. And that'll just be a lot more of a hub of everything, all kinds of resources about being a new military spouse. I focus sometimes on faith things and then just kind of lifestyle as a military spouse. And you will definitely see lots of stuff coming up soon about how to PCS and tips for PCSing from Oconus to Oconus since we're about to do that a few months. That's awesome. And I'll make sure to link her information on the Instagram. So if you don't already, make sure you follow Call to Marriage at Call to Marriage on Instagram and TikTok. I will have all those information and links there. Taylor, I am so grateful for the opportunity to talk to you. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your moments and everything. If you are a new military spouse and you have questions or you just want to know more about this crazy life that we're all on, feel free to email me at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com or again, DM me on Instagram at call to marriage. You are all so amazing and so wonderful. And I so appreciate you and you are more than just a spouse. And I will talk to you all again so soon. Bye.